Oh, it's your favorite time of the week. All your work is done, and it's time to relax. So come, grab some friends, and let's get lit and join the rotation. You are now in the rotation with Suncoast Normal. We are your host, your Suncoast Normal Executive Board, and we say it's time to legalize it. One go. It's Sunday and it's time for time to wait a minute. What's going on? <laughs> You're uh, so out of the loop right now because we haven't been around for like we have two been... weeks. <laughs> either that or How did that we... happen, Gary. Normally you get that flow and you just keep it going. Keep e- it going. Either that or the edibles are kicking in. No, it is Sunday <laughs> and it's time to jump into the rotation. Hi, Gary. Yeah, Q, our... our uh... Oh, shit. Ah, oh, man. I am just rusty myself, man. See? This is what <sighs> happens. This is what happens when you do RS. You see, Gary just showed everybody that while I'm sleeping, I sleepwalk. But the only thing I do when I sleepwalk is I eat RSO. So I wake up stoned every single morning, and it's the best thing ever. It's an agnostic thing. <laughs> it's an atheist <laughs> thing, actually. <laughs> I couldn't do it while I was an agnostic. Now, now and this, this is the whole thing. That, that was obviously a joke, right? And jokes mean that you're not quite telling the truth. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. So I hear, I, I'm getting a lot of background noises. We have a crowd in here. As if we have a crowd in here? I don't know. You hear it? Maybe it's just like the music playing in the store or something. That's probably what it is. Well, uh, you know, um, I can turn the gain down. Because we actually we actually do this show before Chillum opens. I turn the gain down just a little bit. But, okay, so we haven't been around for two weeks. Yes. We're, I'm going to go ahead. Well, and I was let, around. I just wasn't here. I'm going to go ahead and admit that they're, like we just don't have anything really planned for this show. We're just going to bullshit. Wait a minute. We actually – we've ever had things planned before? Well, you know, we at least, like, sit down and, like, you come in with your paperwork and you're like, you know, like, this is the news that I'm going to talk about. And then Kano <laughs> show, sends me links that he wants me to put up. Kano's, like, bleeding from the ears right now. Something, bleeding some here, liberal. Leading here, liberal up in Washington, D.C., wants yeah. to legalize marijuana. <laughs> marijuana? Is that a racist word? It is not a racist word. It is a Spanish term and it is racist for a white man to tell a Hispanic man not to say it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to bullshit this whole time. Let's just fucking All right. argue the let, entire let, let, time. Let, let, We're get, really good at arguing with each well, other. Let, we let's just some, argue about First of all, let's get some serious stuff done here. Obviously, I couldn't keep up with your beard, so I had to get rid of mine. Yeah, what happened? Uh, actually, actually, I was kind of like trimming it a little bit and then trimming it a little bit more and then realized that the other side wasn't even. So I said, you know, screw it and just knock the whole thing off. I kind of like I, I like you with a beard. Like, don't get me wrong, but I like you better without the beard because like I like to think of you like Gary in the suit walking through the halls of Tallahassee. And he's like, this is a professional guy. That I, I am looking to- forward to doing Tallahassee again. It's been a while because last year everything was it was locked down. Yeah. Which, of course, didn't help because the advocates couldn't get full access to everybody. And so, therefore, they pulled a lot of crap last year. They pulled a bunch of bullshit, right? Absolutely. They, they can't – we can't – I don't know what happened. I'll just admit it. 
All right. Well, first off, <laughs> I do want to put out just one thing before we get on to the serious stuff, and that is uh, prayers or whatever you want to do it, call out to the folks over in Louisiana because they have a, a bit of wind and rain coming their way Yeah. by the name of Ida that uh, <clears throat> 16 years ago wiped out the entire city. Yeah. Uh, a city that, that I, I called home for a couple of years. I went and checked Google first afterwards, and the entire building was gone. Oh, wow. I didn't know you lived there. Yeah, I did. As was part of the CDC back in yeah. The- my roommate this morning like pulled that pulled up that fact that like four years ago to the day there was a category four or something like that. I remember well, a bunch of fours. Yeah, Katrina was it was sixteen years ago to the day. Oh yeah, that and it's and it's gonna hit at one hundred and fifty mile an hour winds and so uh, and and nobody has has left. Mm-hmm. So we we we, we wish <laughs> that we we hope that all of everything that the uh, Army Corps of Engineers worked on over the last 15 years holds. Yeah, me uh, too, man. Because the, to the good folks over in Baton Rouge and our, my friends over at LSU and uh, to the good folks of Louisiana Normal, we, we, we wish you all well and uh, duck and cover. I don't know if that helps with hurricanes. Yeah, well, I mean, we got so many damn uh, things going on. I mean, it practically is a plague. Mm-hmm. It's like... Are we supposed to be leaving here and heading out to Egypt? Otherwise, we're going to get one more thing happening over here. Well, I'm telling you, I'm starting to believe in God. Oh my God! Because yeah, I, I am—that's the only way that I can get hope in these trying times. I mean, and it does not help, of course, that we have you know fake information out there. No, so bad. And there's, and it's not just. Uh, it's not just the COVID stuff that that's coming up as misinformation. We've been dealing with misinformation in the cannabis industry. Oh, oh really? For for, for years, and years and years and no idea that there was misinformation in the <laughs> cannabis industry. I mean, oh. that is actually how we got pro- prohibition in the first place. Really? It was was fake news? Mar- and so we have to fight it at every single instance. Well, like there there's fake news on both sides of the coin though. Like yes. there, there's a lot of marijuana activists that think they know what they're talking about. Yes. And you know, these people like I like to think of myself as a professional marijuana activist, meaning like professionals such as Gary Stein here. Well, that, would mean I, that would mean I get paid, doesn't it? Well, no, no, no. That means that you at least acknowledge that I have contributed to the profession. Absolutely. So and and vice versa, right? So I forgot where I was going with that. But <laughs> we're, we're talking about fake information. But but like, dude, like On marijuana activists need to realize that they have a big responsibility to yes. tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And you can't just make assumptions and shit. Right. I mean, we had assumptions at the very beginning that don't worry if you smoke cannabis, you won't get COVID wrong. Oh, well, that's obviously wrong because I totally got COVID. You did. And I was smoking weed the entire time I had COVID and I still had COVID. How did you know you had COVID then? Oh, I took the test. Oh, okay. And said that I was that. Well, you know, I mean, I I kind of found out like after I had COVID that it was COVID, but well, I still smoked weed the entire time, and I still was sick. I saw one of these cute little memes the other day where it, it says that uh, cannabis cures cancer, which in certain circumstances it does in a certain dose, in a certain method, in mm-hmm. a certain in a certain uh, way of, of of being put out, it does. However, it does on the next frame it says but that's funny well, how did bob marley die of brain cancer well maybe because he didn't have the right strain he didn't have the right dosage i mean and that is basically the way it goes the R- the the rick simpson protocol is very specific as to what a, what, what kind of a product you need in, in, in his case he, he believed in uh, rso that was made from white widow 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and to make sure that all the solvent, of course, is out also helps. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that is how uh, he was able to treat people's cancer. But it's not just grab any, <laughs> any pre-roll and all of a sudden you've got a cure for I, cancer. I saw a meme the other day that said um, uh, some people say they don't like pickles, but they just haven't found the right strain. <laughs> I happen to like uh, new dills, new garlic dills, bread and, and butter chips, buddy. Um, no, because pickles I, can't be sweet. We, don't, we have a whole show on that later on. I I heard that Bob Marley died because he had like cancer in his toe or something like that. I no, he had brain like, cancer. He had glioma. He had a uh, glioma. Yeah, okay, or or yeah, whatever. Which is also interesting because a lot of people don't realize that he smoked a lot of hemp. As uh-huh. opposed to just cannabis all the time. Isn't that not correct? That is correct. And he used what kind of pipe? Uh, Chillum. There you go. Yeah. That's kind of pipe. I mean, that is what, we, what you sell here, I believe. Uh, yeah. We, well, we've got a few of them. We've got a few. It's not <laughs> the only one. I, I've never quite gotten the, the hang of using Chillum, uh, uh, using a Chillum. However, when I smoke a joint, usually I use the, the, the Chillum method of putting it in between the fingers and all that bit and just doing that bit. Why can't you smoke a Chillum that way? Because I, I keep on getting ash in my mouth. Ah. Uh. I mean, sometimes you don't want your mouth to taste like ash. Don't suck. And I, I am using the H at the end there, by the way. Don't suck so hard, Gary. <laughs> Is that the problem? <laughs> I suck far too hard. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. <laughs> See, this is this is the reason why we uh, we probably couldn't be on regular radio. Uh, I mean, People might just take things the wrong way. But the- <laughs> I mean, we we had to clean it up the few times that we were on. Yeah, the actual radio. Have a little cough button every time that I want to start saying something crazy. I remember we had Joe Rogan on the show one time, and he just like was so like he gets on those rants and he like gets so pissed, and he's just like at the end of it, he was like, "And I don't give a fuck." <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and me and Carol were just like looking at each other. He's like, "Ah, oh, well, you know, if they charge us, he can pay for it." <laughs> now Joe Rogan, he he does bring people on his show that, that have uh, alternate views. Uh-huh. And and sometimes you can take him down, and sometimes you can't. I remember that great show that he where he had uh, uh, Alex Berenson, one, uh-huh. one of my favorite fake news propri- uh, proprietors. I remember that. Yeah, I mean uh, Alex Berenson. You know, for those of you who don't know, had a, a book called Tell Your Children, which uh, ironically or not uh, ironically was the actual uh, sub name, original name of the uh, movie that became Reefer Madness. Uh-huh. And his whole concept was that after all this major research that he did as somebody who's not actually a doctor or an epidemiologist or anything else, uh, he had decided that cannabis and that actually high THC levels cause first time psychosis. And they use the basis for that in a number of ch- uh, times they've been trying to create THC caps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of THC caps, uh, well, we'll get to that later because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be ranting, but Berenson obviously uh, has a lot of uh, issues with the truth. I mean, <laughs> not ironically, he also came on uh, on a couple of shows and he went to CPAC and talked about how uh, COVID was basically a, a fake and mac- masks don't work and the vaccines are all, all going to kill you and all that kind of stuff. So when you hear that stuff, remember that Alex Berenson is the one who is pushing this agenda. And you, make sure you have to, and ask yourself, who you should be following as far as looking for the facts are concerned, because we don't all know the facts. We aren't all experts. Well, at least I'm not an expert. I'm an expert. You're an expert. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let, let, let's try a test here. Okay. 
What is live resin? You have five seconds. It is. Uh, they take the 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 nugs before they cure it, and then they extract uh, uh, everything out. So like the terpenes, like while it's still wet, so like the terpenes are the most intact. Okay, and right? so, exactly, and right. so live resin, and it's called live because you are actually getting the actual trichomes which grew on the live plant. And that's what you're getting. You're not. It is a solventless process, correct? Okay, I see what you're saying. Like the plant's technically still living, exactly right. While you're extracting. So let me ask you. A I never got that before. If you sat in a lab and uh, took some THC and THC. some cannabis steroid derived terpenes, cannabis derived terpenes, and some distillate, distillate, and you put it together in a little pot, uh -huh. would you call that live resin? No. Okay, well, we have at least one dispensary that we know of that is pushing a product right now, which they call Live Meringue, which is neither, well, I don't know where the meringue came from, except for the fact that that's usually whipped eggs. Uh -huh. uh, but they're, they're calling it a live product. Well, how can you do that? How is that possible? You can by lying, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, what it comes down to. And uh, Far be it for me to be critical of people, but I'm going to anyway. I think it's important that, especially since we have a medical program, it's important that people know exactly what they're having and that they're getting the truth told to them exactly when they're purchasing a product, especially when it comes to looking for a product which treats a particular uh, disease, like, for instance, cancer. I mean, you don't want to have a product which, is not, which was not meant to do it, uh, actually, as your treatment because the results might not be good. Well, Gary... There, this is something that happens quite often in the cannabis industry. And I'll say something from years ago when I worked in a dispensary. We had this uh, strain called Candy Bananas that tasted just like banana now and later, right? It wasn't selling very well. So my <laughs> boss just like out of nowhere, right, was like, you know what? We're going to call it Banana Cut from now, right? So, you know, and, and he's taking something. It is serious what's happening here. I mean, a lot of people shrug this shit off. But, like, it's serious what's happening here. If somebody is, like, looking for banana kush, right, if you need kush for your own specific medical condition, yep. and this dude goes and tries to buy ba uh, banana kush because he needs kush and he loves bananas, <laughs> he's gonna he's not going to get the medicine he needs, right? Um, so this happens quite often in the industry. and But, like, this is at a new level, man. Like, I'm thinking, like, I'm honestly thinking like they got some concentrates that looks old and it looks kind of like separated, like live resin kind of does. Yeah. And they just fucking was like, you know what? Just call it live resin. <laughs> Nobody will give a shit. Right? Call, call it add, anything you want. Well, they'll buy it anyway, right? Add, add at some at $95 a gram. <laughs> add some limonene. <laughs> just add limonene. <laughs> That's the truly way. <laughs> or the dispense. I'm sorry. The oh, see, now you, now, now, you, now you blew it. Now, you, now, now everybody knows who, who, we're, who we're knocking down right now. And, and, and we do this out of love, guys, right? If, if, if we're here, if we criticize you, it's because we want you to do better I mean, the, for, the, for, the, for the patients and for the consumer. So speaking about that MMTC, though, I mean, the live resin thing is like a, it's an, an uh, it's kind of just like a new thing. It's not like this has been like something the FBI has investigated or anything like that. No, they didn't investigate that. They didn't investigate that, right? They, they, they have been investigating a lot of things in New Orleans, right? Not New Orleans, in Nevada. Uh -huh. They are investigating the entire program in regards to how they give out licenses because they seem to believe that some licenses were gotten by giving certain politicians money under the table and they suddenly got their license. 
But can, can you believe that? In Florida? No, in Nevada. In Nevada. Yeah, and then they and they have given out what seven hundred uh, licenses out there because, oh, of course, in, in Nevada, every single individual store has to have their own license. It's not like here in Florida where you can have one license and one hundred dispensaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of which uh, we we congratulate. Uh, so seven hundred different dispensaries have bribed the government in Nevada. Well, they are. Well, they're not different products. They're not different brands. <laughs> Only twenty-two here. Oh, something went off. <laughs> uh, it's back on. There we go. There you go. Yeah, actually, here in Florida, if you if, if you want to break it down, uh, we have 22 licenses, of which only five were given out uh, via a competitive application process. The rest of them were given out uh, via to <coughs> be a lawsuit, and there's actually a lawsuit still going on right now since the very beginning. Tropiflora, uh, who, who has still not gotten their license yet because they're they're still fighting it in court. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that first application we were supposed to have gotten for the uh, the Black Farmers Association, that's still being challenged. And yet uh, the folks over in Tallahassee, who I guess are going to have a new boss pretty soon because the department, the uh, Surgeon General, who's the head of the Department of Health, is is leaving. I guess he's had enough of uh, our, our governor and his his certain bent on science. Hmm. But that, that that's probably going to change a few things as well because he's you know in that, charge of that. And we have it set up in the constitutional amendment that the Department of Health would be in charge of the uh, the cannabis program. Well, the, the Department of Health has, uh, is having a hard time keeping people's health up with DeSantis as their governor. It's so I've heard. It's kind of like if you look, look, look at a heat map of all the, uh, the cases and hospitalizations and fatalities in the country, uh, Florida is on fire. Okay. Uh, across the entire country, there, there, there's, there's all sorts of problems with. They haven't got morgues big enough, but Florida is definitely on fire. Mm. So we, we, we tell everybody, you know, we know what you may have heard. Just take precautions because this is nothing to mess with. Mm-hmm. And cannabis is not, is not, is not going to save you this time. You should smoke more weed. You need stronger. You need Delta Ten because of the Delta variant. Well, I, I don't know about Delta 10 yet. I haven't even tried Delta 10. It, it's, it is a minor can, cannabinoid, which does exist, but you have to do something to the hemp to actually make it come out, just like Delta 8. Uh-huh. And that is one of the topics we also wanted to bring up today, because there's a lot of false information in regards to Delta 8 coming out across the country. Mm-hmm. And there are a number of states that have already um, made it illegal to have, but it's not illegal in Florida at this point in time. Mm-hmm. They have not... At least they haven't done it yet. They were they were going to last session, and there was a bill that came out, but it, it didn't it didn't pass. And yet, even even if you Google uh, the situation, you found it still looks as if you cannot buy it unless you're at least 21. Well, I mean, it's just Google doesn't write laws. Google has like this search algorithm, and in this particular case, if you Google what's the age of my Delta ATAC, uh, 21 years up year old comes up. But but it's just describing a, a bill that Gary was just talking about that just didn't pass, didn't get anywhere. We had a lot of bills this last year. Mm-hmm. We had a huge amount of bills last session that, that didn't pass, that didn't even get into their first committee. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that will change this year. Hopefully that, will, that we will actually have a, 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 better, a, a better session. And we are working on it right now. Florida normal, Suncoast normal especially. We already have bills already set up. To push through, we've already been talking to uh, to various senators. We had a meeting with the, uh, <clears throat> the the president of the Senate, and also the head of the uh, Department of uh, Regulated Businesses as well, to talk about the possibilities of, of changing the rules and regulations to make things a little bit easier. 
But last year, they were also caught up on protest bills, you know, anti-protest bills and that kind of thing, and the uh, the voting rights bills that uh, were had, had less to do about creating more voting rights and more taking taking them away, and also the things about the ballot initiatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we we will hopefully get new new bills coming up this year. We do have a revised uh, employee protection bill, a patient protection bill, so you can't be taken yes. off of the uh, the registry for uh, for getting a, a uh, organ transplant if you need it. Uh, reciprocity bills so that people from other states who have a medical card can actually get product over here in Florida. These things just seem like no brainers, mm-hmm. and some of the other states have them, uh, but we don't. And of course, there's the ex- exp- expansion of um, <clears throat> qualifying conditions because right now, if you have a, it, the law says if you ha- have a debilitating condition, that means you're qualified to get a medical card. But they only list ten conditions, of which the last one is actually kind of a catch-all, saying uh, conditions of a like or similar nature. Yeah, basically leaving it up to the doctor. But the doctor, the doctor, like. Uh... Um, there's a lot of doctors in Florida that are scared to lose their license for recommending marijuana. So like they get the ability to actually like recommend cannabis. They go through this whole class or whatever they're supposed to do. Like, what is it like an eight hour, two hour course? Or something? A, it used to be an eight hour course. It was no. all about cannabis. Now it's a two hour course. It's all about the rules and regulations. Right. So like they Not really, good. they really don't know how to recommend cannabis as a matter, as a matter of fact, I'm going to rant about a story in a minute, but, uh, <laughs> But, but like, okay, so, so I had this lady come in, right? And uh, she bought some gummies, and then, like, a day later, her husband calls. And you, mean, you mean soft chews, right? So, so, no, no, this is a hemp dispensary. We sell Delta 8 THC gummies. Okay. Right? And then she calls. Because gummies is a bad word. Uh, why is it a bad word? Because kids eat gummies. Oh, that's just so you know. I ate gummies yesterday, and I'm not a kid. Just, I'm just saying. Like, uh, yeah, like what the? There's, there's adult vitamins that are gummies. Anyways, um, the the goji gummy husband calls in, right? And is like, okay, so my wife bought these gummies the other day, right? And uh, the first day she took one. And she felt really good. It was really great for her. And then the second day, she took one again. And the same thing. And she felt really good. Sec- third day, though, she ate two. She ate two gummies, right? And on, this, on the third day, when she ate two gummies, right, she got lightheaded. She felt nauseous. She didn't. And I was like, oh, this guy's wife just got really high. And they're confused. They want to talk to me about it. But I ended up asking him, right? Uh, does this woman have, uh, you know, on, is is anything wrong with her blood flow at all? Is she on any type of medicine that's going to cause an impl- like an impeded blood flow? Does she have any condition that has it that causes impeded blood flow? And he's like, yeah, actually, she's on blood pressure medication mm. right now. Um, and you know, a lot like the and and. I was like, well, you know, THC actually impedes blood flow if she's on that type of medication. It reduces blood pressure. Yeah, yeah. If she's on that type of medication, she might not want to to take THC, right? And he's like, well... We went to the doctor, and the doctor said <laughs> the doctor. That, that's a, that's a bad beginning altogether, right? The there. doctor recommended that she should have cannabis, and I'm like, dude, listen. Oh, I like that guy. Then there's no the the that's great that the doctor recommended cannabis, but like the doctors really don't know what they're talking about. They don't teach this in medical school, no. right? 
the continue well, continu- there are ed- classes coming up around the country but not very many of them. the continuing education right like there's some continuing education on it but like there's really not a lot a lot of these doctors really don't know what this shit does they just you know do it to like you know uh to increase their profits we need to have a tampa right? a cannabis university don't you think that that that, <laughs> <laughs> that existed <laughs> um i'm just saying but no and then and then on the other side of the coin you have doctors that like want to be able to make the money for recommending cannabis yes but they want to protect their licenses yes so instead of instead of uh you know going to the doctor and saying hey i have i i feel this you know i think it's an issue can i get cannabis for it right a lot of times doctors would be like listen i can't get that from here all right, you're going to have to see another guy. He's going to have to say that you have this condition. And then I'll go ahead and be like, oh, I concur. And then give you the medical marijuana. That's how doctors talk. I concur. I you concur. So here's <laughs> the problem. We have these two boards that are appointed through the governor's office called the Board of Medicine, the Board of Osteopathic Medicine, otherwise known as the BOM and the BOOM. That's B-O-M and B-O-O-M. And these are the guys who actually scrutinize every single doctor's recommendation at one point in time to decide whether or not they felt that they properly interpreted the law. And that includes not only chronic pain for a, <clears throat> a listed condition and the uh, uh, <clears throat> condition of a like or similar nature. So if you have generalized anxiety syndrome, they're going to they're gonna want to say, well, it, that's kind of like PTSD, and so therefore it is. But not all generalized anxiety is based on a PTSD situation. Mm-hmm. So therefore... It's some mental gymnastics, which might turn out not in their favor. So that's why we need an expansion of qualifying conditions that includes things like generalized anxiety syndrome, that includes autism, that includes uh, sickle cell syndrome, that includes uh, opioid dependence syndrome. Mm. These kind of things should be written into the law so that there's no question so that doctors can go ahead and just give you your, your card exactly from what, for what you have. Mm-hmm. And that is what that was. What, that's one of the bills we have, and it also kind of connects to the employee protection bill, which is in part based on the <clears throat> the Americans with Disabilities Act, which basically states that in your workplace, if you have a disability, they have to have accommodations for your particular condition. You, you know, two years ago, I would have said, "Why do we need to add those things to the laws? We just need to legalize marijuana." Yep. Right. We don't need no doctors telling us what to do. But (laughs) (laughs) turns out that shit's even crooked, too. And we have to protect patients' rights. It is. It it makes things difficult. I mean, you start out at a point where you have zero regulations and the plant is free and all that kind of stuff. And then you add one regulation, another regulation, another regulation. How do you back up? A lot of people have been saying that if we become federal legal, you won't have to worry about all these state regulations and things of that sort. Things are going to go away. I got news for you guys, and, and, and I'm in favor of them pushing towards federal legalization, but the bill as it currently stands federally is going to need some tweaking too because right now it hands a lot of things over to Big Pharma to take over the industry. Yeah. I ain't trying to deschedule marijuana, all right? I ain't trying to get the pharmaceutical. Pfizer's got the vaccine, Yep, and they're going to get my weed too. Yeah, Pfizer, stay in your lane. Yeah, stay out of there. Johnson & Johnson too. Moderna, I'm looking at you, Moderna. Stay away from my weed. I mean, it gets to a point, and, but the, the thing is about the other the rules, it does state 
that, that if it does pass, that states are still allowed to do make their own rules and regulations, which uh, can sometimes be a good thing, sometimes be a bad thing. Like, for instance, uh, New Jersey just came up with their new rules and regulations, and they, and they offer people a chance to opt out. And what do you think happened in New Jersey as for, for, all, for all the localities and municipalities? But A lot of them opt, are opting out. So you won't have accessibility to cannabis on an adult use in New Jersey as you thought you could because mm-hmm. there will be a lot of counties that where you will, it will not be available. Did New York do anything yet? Uh, New York is working on it. We are told that the new governor is, wants to accelerate the product mm-hmm. uh, program. There's a bit of a push-me-pull-you thing going on right now in regards to New Jersey and New York. They're not certain, you know, if whoever gets it first, are there going to be folks jumping on the Tappan Zee Bridge and going across the way and picking up stuff and, and bringing it into the other state, which is very much possible. I mean, I'm certain that the people in Georgia and Alabama have been uh, going across the border and trying to pick up stuff over here, but they can't because you have to have a medical, do- a medical card here in the state of Florida. And, of course, I've been hearing <clears throat> that they are worried that if ever we have uh, adult use here in Florida – that people are going to be buying stuff in Florida and then taking it across the line to Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, where they are not as liberal as Florida is, if you can actually believe that. But the fact is we did get the the first medical program in in the Deep South, and we do have the largest, with the exception of California, amount of patients. We have over about 600,000 patients making it the largest medical program. The question is, is it a medical program? But that's another topic. I mean, you need the doctor, I guess. So, Gary, um, typically at like 20 minutes into the show, we start your news sec- segment, yeah. but like we're doing real informal shit. Do you want me to like play that video at all? I almost hate you playing for that video, but, <laughs> but go ahead and do it anyway, just so we can say we did. No, nah, we- I mean, if you don't like it, then I guess, I mean, you well, just got to come Don't, up don't you have your name. segment set up yet? I don't. I don't. All I right. Well, then go, 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 go ahead and run it. We'll, we'll just go from do, there. Do, okay. That is not the video. That is, there's something going on with this software again. The chat G feature is, is like for glitch. Out. Look, like you can't even get the chat chats up here. Yeah, where's our where's our chats? You can't get them up. I gotta like just like display them. Okay. Panhandle and South Florida are two completely different worlds. Well, do we, we we have people who are who are who are running into us though. Can you see some of those things and say? I, the... I'm putting them at the bottom of the screen right now. Okay. I'll get rid of the overlay though. Yeah, Maine is great. Uh, Dustin Sulak, uh, if you ever have a chance to have him as your doctor, go straight to his clinic. The man is absolutely amazing. Wouldn't you uh, agree? Um, what happened? Dustin Sulak, you know, the guy with the, with the pigtail, who was friends with Greg Gerdeman. He, he is probably one of the best doctors in Maine. I don't think I know the guy. Ah, oh, my goodness. He's wonderful. So he, D- he, he is so intelligent. DRS uh, Metal here says that there's Christians trying to set up Roblox to stop the Truly from opening. Where is this from? DRS Metal. Yeah, uh, Durs Metal. My, that, that sounds Durst. like a, that, that sounds like a uh, a panhandle kind of thing. Uh-huh. But you and I, we went to a lot of uh, town halls and things of that sort, and and um, and city council meetings and county commission meetings mm-hmm. to to stop moratoriums from being put in place. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did. got we got you blown out of the funny. water in Temple Terrace, did we not? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Temple Terrace don't like us. Uh, especially the mayor who, uh, in her closing remarks after all of our fantastic testimony, just said, just so you know, a friend of mine died because of cannabis. Now, is there any other questions? Uh, 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 
Yeah, I, I, she needs to prove it. Well, she claimed it has to do has to do with an auto accident, but she didn't even mention the fact whether or not that person was also drunk. Ah. Uh-huh. And there is a big difference in regards to cannabis and alcohol and, and the way it works. I love the way that Joe Redner always says it. <clears throat> he says that <clears throat> alcohol makes you think you can drive when you can't. Uh-huh. But cannabis makes you think you can't drive when you can. <laughs> and that's actually true for those people who have not been too heavily into psychology and things of that sort. Uh, there's a thing called the, the id and the, uh, <clears throat> and the ego. Uh-huh. And the the id is basically your uh, instinct drives, and uh-huh. the ego is your decision making ability. It's, so it's the, the fight or flight kind of situation. Mm. So like, so I'm the ego, and you're the id. Mm. That's, ba- that's basically the way it works. And <laughs> what cannabis does is it is it in, <laughs> is it accelerates the ego. So you're thinking a lot. Yes. So therefore, when you come to a stoplight. You know, you, you wait for it to turn green. You come to a stop sign, you wait for that to turn green too. Yeah. Just to be on the safe side. I remember that. Or, or, or all of a sudden you look at your hand and you see things in your hand you've never seen before because your mind is, is just thinking more than it ever usually does. Uh-huh. However, alcohol, alcohol p- uh, pushes the id. So you go into um, <laughs> basically instinct overdrive. And uh, you aren't actually thinking as much as you are acting. Uh-huh. And that's why you don't, you don't mind plowing through a red light, mm. if because you know I was looking liberties, at my, right? I was looking at my hand before the show. Yeah, fucking dope. Well, that's what was written on your hand. Somebody put it on there last night. No, <laughs> well, you wa- you walked with the uh, the hand sanitizer, right? <laughs> no, man. I dude, like being out here in the middle of Ybor City. I fucking hate alcohol now. I really do. I used to be so like I used to take pride in how good of a drinker I am. I used to take a lot of pride in that, and I'm at the point now where like I haven't had a drop of alcohol maybe in about a year, and it's not even like I'm like sober. It's just like I just don't want it. It's not something I desire anymore. Yeah. Um. But like I see people out here at two o'clock in the morning, Friday, Saturday night. Everybody's out here trying to have a good time. Nobody looks like they're having a good time. Everybody's crying, like girls are crying on the sidewalk because they're arguing with their their boyfriends. Boyfriends are out there trying to fight each other, right? Like nobody, everybody's sweaty. Nobody's, people are yelling, people are screaming. Doesn't look like fun to me, right? I I took my oldest daughter to a Gasparilla once and she once said they should really have a large patch of grass uh, next to every single area so that people can fall down and and face down first and and throw up in in a soft place. (laughs) Uh, no, she's absolutely right. <laughs> because sometimes you see people, Gasparilla, just like fucking pass out on the sidewalk. Isn't that fun? When was the last time you passed on the sidewalk when you smoked, Gary? I have never done that. You've never done that? Neither have I. Huh. It, it, maybe it's something which I should I should work on, but uh, I don't think it's something in, in my bucket list at this point. No, I don't think that that's going to end up happening. <laughs> but we, we, we obviously are going to be in changing times. And we do, we do know that right now alcohol companies are actually taking in uh, the, the possibility of getting into the industry. Yep. And they already have in certain instances. We have Sertera, who has already had a vodka executive. Mm. <laughs> he had, had the, the CEO. So where do you think that's going? And, of course, if it goes fairly legal, I can guarantee you that tobacco companies are going to jump into the, into the fray. 
And, and it's going to make things even more difficult for people who, to, who want to have a mom and pop industry when this actually might be just become a commodity yeah. at that point in time. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, if you're trying to get into the cannabis industry for money, you're getting into it for the wrong reasons. There you go. And, uh, and, and, and so there's 22 now, licenses out you, there here for the wrong reason. You, well, even now, you're not going to be able to get into it. for the. I mean, if, I guess if you're Joe Schmo, Gary, if you're a corporation trying to get into it, then like go ahead. But, you know, if you're trying to do mom and pop, trying to make money, you're not going to. I really think that the next wave is mushrooms, man, psilocybin. Um, I think a lot of people that are eager to get in the cannabis industry just to make some money should just do that. And we do have it uh, legal in a few states, Oregon, of which it comes to mind right away. But I guess you shouldn't get into the spiritual mushroom for money, I guess. Well, we, we can work on that at that point in time. But we still got to work on our industry right now because we still have guys with, with multi-million dollar pocketbooks that are the ones who are trying to push the industry right now. And not all of them are actually from the actual industry. And they don't exactly know the industry as well as those folks who were running the quote-unquote legacy market oh, shit. in the day I gotta, I gotta put that up here there you go there you go yeah yeah because i guess black market is now officially a politically incorrect statement uh treatment though it makes sense yeah. to me just you know in, in a world where things are black and white you know, whether whether there's gray areas and things of that sort. There's other nuances to that term, so I don't I don't see it as as an issue. But uh, those who do, I mean, we're, we're willing to play along as long as everybody knows, <laughs> as long as everybody is still on the same page at the end of the day, and we know what we're talking about. The the ones that the legalized versus those who are working under the radar, so to speak. Uh -huh. Because under the radar, you have no regulations, which if you care about the product, isn't going to make a damn bit of difference. If you have somebody who works in the legacy market who really, really cares about the, the quality of their product in regards to no solvents left over, no insecticides, fungicides, et cetera, or those who are just into it for the money, uh, who we lovingly call chads. <laughs> I like how you call them chads. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's just being nice. No, and we, it's, I mean, I like the fact that switching from black market to legacy market, I can see how black market is racist, right? Uh, but I like the fact that legacy market gives like, you know, it kind of turns it around. It's not trying to give a negative connotation to where we came from, you know? I mean, I'll grant you anything having to do with cannabis for most of us out here. Uh, is has been a learning curve. Even those of us who, who've been smoking for the last, oh, say, 30, 40 years or so, it's still a legacy because back in the day, we had brickweed mm -hmm. uh, of Acapulco Gold, Mexican Brown, uh, to Panama Red, and Thai Stick, if, which was the closest we had <coughs> to, uh, to, uh, to concentrates besides, you know, Frenchie's uh, bubble hash, got rest his soul. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The the, the 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 hash man ha, has left us, but he left his legacy. Yeah, man, I miss weed in the nineties. It was simple. You missed it in the nineties, or you it, were there, but you it, remember it. It was a simple time. You had Crippy and Rex, and then Mids came around and fucking flipped everybody out. There's like, oh, you can be in between the two. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and what happened? Like, it's like people just kind of like stopped smoking weed in the eighties, didn't they? 
and like you, and like, you know what also was a kind of like a um because the 90s brought it back right like yeah. that, that's like you know 60s was a lot of potheads everywhere everybody was smoking weed 70s just drugs just drugs i think the reason they are, they no longer make double albums is because there's no no seeds left in, in cannabis to go ahead and use them for uh, for slides i'm just saying mm-hmm. because that's what we use double albums what, for what's a double album oh my god <laughs> <laughs> am, am, am i that og you are yeah it's it's people of, people nowadays gary you'd be like what's a cassette tape I, I, i've been told that lps are having making a comeback right now it's very retro to have a, uh, a turntable uh, and to actually have you know black vinyl records with little tiny grooves on them that you put the needle down all of a sudden music comes out that, i mean yeah i'm sure there's an article about that somewhere but it's not making as much money as digital music right now well, yeah, yeah, I read an article about that, and that's all fake. Digital music is fake. <laughs> Absolutely, I've been I've been told uh, based on you know, do your own research. You'll find it out. Oh, <laughs> would you watch a YouTube video? <laughs> this is like the Earth is flat and music is fake. I actually saw a couple on on YouTube yesterday was talking about the fact that this woman said that her family are, are lobster people over there in Maine, and. Uh, her 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 brother he went out there and he took his boat out way past the line almost to canada and never came back you know why why because he probably fell off the side of the earth because the earth is flat because that's all there is to it <laughs> that, and that's my main accent it, uh, I, I have i have relatives in maine that's exactly how they talk about it. gotta like, work on the nets in the harbor flat earthers are increasing in numbers the world round well if you talk enough you cannabis you'll realize that the world is not round hey um so uh, um i it's, it's i want to transition here i mean um oh, really congratulations think, did you go to the doctor for that i i mean i was <laughs> <laughs> not sexually oh okay. but topically because so, I, was, I was gonna sit here and watch see if it's fun so so and i just like i'm not even giving a shit i just like i want to talk about something else <laughs> okay go ahead no i mean we're, we're try, 40 try. minutes into the show we got we got some fucking shit that we got to say and stuff, yes so, we do um, and this is important and by the way before we get into that our congratulations to our <clears throat> our, our our friend yoshi who has the la rotacion when she gets back because she had a baby and uh we let it be. Well, it's gonna get bigger, but the, it's so far it's, it's, it's little. And what is really, really cool is is that uh, her significant other went to the hospital with her with this shirt on, <laughs> showing Mickey Mouse hands rolling, uh, rolling a joint. And I think that is just absolutely cool because, I mean, babies can be stressful when they come out. To to be clear, it's not like he changed into the shirt. He probably <laughs> like was wearing the shirt and just had to fucking go the baby was coming uh, so now, okay but, but let, let, let's get into it's the like, hold on yoshi let me put on my i rolled with the best of the bay shirt yes so we can we, we congratulate yoshi for for, for having the babe because uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about that much since Yay, we were gone for the last couple of weeks and we also put, put out a shout out to all of our friends out there who are not who, who are in the hospital working on it our good friend john hightower over in, in tallahassee is in the hospital right now and we got a lot of folks who we, we put out our, our hearts and minds too because we love y'all guys how's that oh shit i'm supposed to talk right now yeah um okay so we had a <laughs> member meeting <laughs> last thursday <laughs> 
Um, Sounds like we had a dismember. I, I was, you know, not logged into the last half of it. And unfortunately, like I, I did the member meeting here in the shop and I had to like in the middle of you talking. Yeah. I had to step out. Okay. So um, I, I don't know. Maybe you can fill me in on what's, what, what happened during the meeting or anything like that. Over part of it, at least. Or at least part of it. Yeah. Yeah, we went out. We were you in for the first part? I actually missed the first 15 minutes. Okay, I was there, so I'll start out. Okay, it was nice. Keno got everybody together. He started talking about the shit we did, like the talent show and the best of the bay. Talent show was great. Yeah, the rolling of the best of the bay and stuff like that. Um, but what happened in the last part? Uh, well, I went over all the uh, the bills, uh, which I've only gone through a couple of them so far. We also <clears throat> have the <clears throat> the home grow bill mm. that we we were we'll talking to you about at at more length and discussing all the possibilities in regards to federal legalization how that's all going to happen and of course our membership person uh talked about his situation mm. and 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 everybody else discussed all the things that we're going to be working <laughs> on as cool. far as as far as uh, as far as Suncoast normal 200 members strong and growing yeah that was pretty cool to hear I didn't, I didn't realize that we had 200 <clears throat> members. That's pretty crazy. Now, not everybody is as active as they could be, but they are ready and waiting to, to move forward. And we're there to help you get going. If you just want to give us money, $25 a year, that's cool too. But, you know, uh, we, we do need help. As yeah. Well. We need your time. Time. Your treasure. Treasure. And your talent. Talent. So what is it? What I'm wondering what that means there. So time. I don't know. I'm not you, an MBA. You can volunteer your time. <laughs> you can show up and you can do things. Your talent. You probably can do something pretty awesome that can help us out. So uh, show up and do that. Or you can sh share your treasure. You can become a member of Suncoast Normal, twenty five bucks a year. Or you can donate more if you want to do a little bit more than that. Or if you or, want a business and you want to become a business member and say, my business supports the legalization of cannabis, then you can also do that. That's like 500 bucks. That's right. Yeah. And, and of course, we may just lay off you if we feel angry at you, if you have already given us money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if we talk shit about you and on the show and you give us money, I'm sorry. Out of love, though. I'm so sorry. I think our whole point here is we want to improve the system. And I don't think that a system is improved by having a bunch of yes folks always disagreeing with everybody because there is always issues and there's always ways you can improve. I agree, Gary. <laughs> you see, I'm a yes man. Our system, yeah, well, I'll, I'll accept it this time. <laughs> but we need to improve our system here in Florida and we want you to help us help the system get better. We want to get reciprocity. We want to get those protections for employees and patients. We want to have more more uh, qualifying conditions, and you can make this happen because we're not going to see adult use anytime soon here in Florida. It's mm -hmm. not going to happen legislatively, and it's not and it's not going to happen. I would make on a ballot initiative. Although I know that the good folks over at Regulate are creating their Regulate 2.0 right now. Mm -hmm. And we'll see how well that goes. And we wish them all, all the luck in the world because any effort is always appreciated. Yes. Yes. And I mean, we, we talked a little bit about lobby days earlier, but like, aren't we like, isn't it a time that we're going to like put together something like a Zoom meeting or something? Yes, we are. And yeah. we're, we're going to get, get together. And by the way, what is happening right now, now that uh, we're getting past uh, Labor Day, uh, is that all the counties are going to have what is called legislative delegations. And that is where 
citizens, plain old citizens like you and I can go in front of the uh, the legislators for your area and take a listen to what you have to say about what kind of bills you think should be passed this next session. Mm. Now, some folks use it to try to say our county needs money for this, that, or the other thing. Uh, other folks just say, yeah, we need to have this rule regulation passed. It's your chance to shine. It's your chance to go ahead and, and put things in. If, you're, if your county is coming up, uh, we'll be glad to go ahead and give you notes you can bring with you and do uh, a great presentation. They usually give you like two to three minutes, depending on uh, on which county it is. I think Orange County is actually coming up this Monday. You but, know, but they usually have more than one. You know, it's so great about being involved in these types of things, Gary. No, what? Well, I actually like when I complain about like how fucked up the government is, I feel justified because like I actually like made an attempt to try to change things. Yeah. So I'm just proud of that you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This has been The Rotation, and you have been a part of it. You can be a bigger part of it by joining Suncoast Normal. Suncoast Normal is an organization that can help you make the change that we all need. Go to the Suncoast Normal website and become a member. Because that is how you become part of the change. You can find the Rotation Podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. But you can always join us in the Rotation at suncoastnormal.org. At that very website, you can join the cannabis movement by becoming a member of Suncoast Normal, gain access to cannabis events, cannabis info, Normal's legal network, and even a free membership to National. All by joining Suncoast Normal. That website, again, is suncoastnorml.org. You can also find us on social media, at Suncoast Normal. Uh, find us on both Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you, Gary, and good night. Good night.